Thanks for tuning in to another episode of my Not So Balanced Life podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Allie. And it definitely shouldn't have taken us this long to record this intro, so grab a snack and let's chat. Um, I think that's part of our struggle. It's like we're not we're not in our normal. Granted, things are starting to get better with it, but we're not in our normal. So you know, it's <laughs> bless you. <laughs> She's got the Rona fit, folks. Oh, hey guys, God. thanks for tuning in. Joke. <laughs> thanks for tuning in to another episode of my Not So Balanced Life. Allie's not contagious. Just got I'm not even sick. I have allergies. The allergies. If you're in the allergy boat like we are, um, you know that right now is a bad time to have allergies, but we're making best with it. Um, This this week's episode is going to be nice, light, fun, and just crispy. Crispy. Ooh, I like that word. Crispy. Um, I don't think we have quibbles, but I'll put pitch it out there. Any quibbles in the quibble corner? No quibbles in the Corner. But okay. we do have some updates for you guys before we get into the meat of our episode, which is going to be extremely short today. So you're welcome, I guess. Um, we are going to be moving our podcast to bi-weekly. So two times a month, you will be, I guess, depending on the Tuesday. It doesn't matter. Anyway, two times a month. Um, just because we're both super freaking busy. Um, and two, we want to give you guys quality and obviously quality over quantity. So um, we want to make sure we're giving you episodes and topics that um, are relevant and that you can resonate with. Yeah. And are intentional and meaningful and all the good stuff. And if that means that we have to pull back a little bit, that is what we will do. We want to keep the podcast going, going. We want to keep the conversation going. We want to keep just all like the community we have, like, um, and right now I feel like we're doing not like a disservice, but we're just putting episodes out to put them out just because we want to keep up with like the weekly thing. Um, but I think bi-weekly is definitely going to be more our jam right now. I think it'll allow us the capacity to be more creative for you guys right now, which is something that, you know, we've been transparent with in saying that we've been struggling with just because everyone's kind of going through a season right now. Um, And this will allow us the ability to live life a little bit in between and kind of sit with the things that are happening on our day to day. Um, So we're feeling good about this. I think this is a good move for us for right now. Um, Similarly, I think you might've seen other podcasts kind of express changes in their recording schedule it's just it's a funky time for a lot of people um but like ali said we we want to service you with the things that are meaningful and engaging to you and and add value to you and we feel like us just training out episodes right now is not really delivering on that promise um and we feel optimistic that this change will um so yeah, so bi-weekly recording schedule, maybe still Tuesdays, you think? You think? I don't know. We'll have to see. Maybe. We'll have to play around with it. Um, it's a little easier, I think, from like an editing standpoint to have it released later on in the week. Um, yeah. But we shall see. Who knows? Maybe we'll just release them like whenever that week. 
So it'll be like a nice little surprise. A little razzle-dazzle for your week. Yeah, we'll probably record like the bye week so I have enough time to like edit or we'll just, you know, we're just figuring it out. We want to make sure that we, like I said, are giving you guys quality content that you want to tune in for. Um, and we have a few things lined up for episode topics that I think are really going to just be amazing. So um, you can look forward to that. Um, Less. Yes. Um, da, da, da. What else? Nothing? Um, or can we dive not- into meat and potatoes? I think we can dive in. I think we're good All with right. that. I'm going back to work, guys. <laughs> On Monday. That's a big deal. Yeah, so I'm excited to be able to go back to a routine a little bit. I'm sad because I really um, was able to like, work from home. Oh, yes. I was like made to work from home. You really were. <laughs> Truly, I love it mainly because I just – I don't have like people breathing down my neck. Like, that's really what it is. Like, I'm able to get my stuff done at my own pace. And I mean, I'm dependable <laughs> and I'm trustworthy. So like, you know that this stuff is going to get done, but um, it is what it is. I'll be able to print things out. So that's exciting because I don't have a printer. So I'll be able to print paper. Yay. It's the little things that you it's never really realized you would things. miss. It's really the little things. But um, yeah, I start back on Monday. Because you like to mark up like your notes and stuff with like your highlighters yeah. and your pens. So that's like a really big issue if you can't print stuff off. Yes. Yeah. So I'm actually like using recycled paper. Like whenever we get um, like handouts or whatever, like for the apartment or if we just have like random paper that we have, like I always cut it in half and use them as like my scratch paper because – if I'm going to, I'm going to reduce, reuse, and then recycle it. Um, but yeah, I started on Monday, so I'm excited to get back to um, a routine. I am going to miss my workouts in the morning though, because I really freaking just like getting it done. And now that I have to do it at like five o'clock in the evening again, like that's going to be kind of struggle, but luckily, to, that's just how it's going to shake out. What? Like, do you have to do them that late? again or is that just how you think structurally your routine is going to shake out the best well I have to be at work at eight Mm -hmm. so I can't I'd have to get up at like five which I mean I get up at like 5 30 anyway but um it's just not enough time because I just want to be able to do the workout and then shower and then change and then I don't know what traffic's going to be like and my body's usually so like wobbly in the mornings like it's it it takes a while for my body to wake up mm-hmm. I tried doing the morning workouts at like 5 30 and I just it didn't my body wasn't awake enough to be able to lift and really yeah. get into the workout but I understand my, that completely because I, I, I well I like knocking out the workouts in the morning but I don't feel mentally alert to do my workout well, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I don't feel like I engage my body as effectively. No, I'm just super wobbly. Like the best way to describe it is like a baby deer in the morning. Like, (laughs) like that's how I feel in the morning. And like, you know, but my prime, like if I'm going to do an early, early workout, 
my prime time is like 6 30 7 o'clock but like I have to have woken up at like 5 30 to be able to like take my time like wake up have your morning routine yeah and then lately I've been having a really nice morning routine which has been really really great granted it takes me like 30 minutes maybe 40 um but that's been good. That's my prime time. And obviously, like, if I have to be at work at 8, I can't work out at 7. Like, there's just no feasible – there's no time. Um, but Brian and I start our new program on Monday because we're doing it together. Awesome. Um, yeah, so that's exciting. It's a shadow boxing and lifting program. Um, so we're super pumped about that. And, like, the workouts aren't as long as the ones I was doing before. So they're, like, I think 30 to 40 minutes maybe. Oh, that's a good time. Yeah. 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 That's, and that's usually like my prime, like an hour, like I would gas out at like 40 minutes and I'm like, I still have 20 minutes left. How is this possible? How can I get through this? Yeah, no, it's bad. Um, but yeah, I finished my program 80 days. What's up? Um, she's living, she's fresh. She's committed to the 80. Although like I'm eating pizza tonight. So like, whatever. I mean, it's all about balance. You gotta, you gotta give it, you gotta give a little and you gotta take yeah. a little, you gotta give thing, it like, straight for 80 days bad. and take one day for pizza. That's how I look at it. I don't feel bad about it. I mean, like my stomach's going to be fucked up, but like, I'm not like, oh my God, I'm going to be fat tomorrow. It's just like, well, I'll just make better choices tomorrow or just hop on the normal, whatever yep. I do on the daily, you know, it's totally fine, yep. but I'm excited to get back to a routine, um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And then I'm excited to start the workout program with Brian because we haven't done a program together in, since I started – oh, since before 80 Day, like way before. So I was going to say, you guys haven't worked out like collectively as a unit like that in quite some time, so that'll be – right. That'll be nice to do that together because it's – I feel like it's – I don't know. I feel like it's just different when you work out with someone. Like – It is. I mean, well, in the past, Brian and I haven't worked out well together. Um, but at <laughs> – but, like, at home, like, our workouts seem to be, seem to go a lot smoother than they did at, like, a gym. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's weird. It's – we're way more encouraging of each other. Um and we're also like way more patient with each other when we're like at home doing the workouts versus at a gym. I don't know what I it think is. It like was we- actually, I think it was a little tough too because when you guys worked out at the gym to get like it was a very kind of technical workout, so it left a lot of room for having feedback given to one another. Well, which- even like when we worked out at like a regular gym, mm-hmm. like it just it wasn't we did not mesh well. Yeah, our speeds were different, and this. The programs that we follow at home, like it tells you to do this within this time frame. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the same. Now, obviously, yeah. he lifts he lifts way heavier than me, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to to do the routine. Coaching is going so well. Um, yeah. It's going well, but it's a shit show at the same time. But that's just like a business, right? <laughs> business is really well, and then shit hits the fan, and then it's really well. So it just ebbs and flows. It does ebb and flow. Actually, that is a good little – I don't want to say the word because you gave me shit every time. <laughs> you gave me shit Transition. Transition. Oh, I like that. That's a good, like, change-up word because I do know that I say segue a lot. But 
that's a good little transition because talking about business, I hit a little bit of a milestone this week with the one-year anniversary bash of my little side hustle resonate company. And I was, you know what? I'm going to say I got a little emotional, not going to lie, because I couldn't believe that I hit one year. I couldn't believe that I worked through things for 365 days with this business, a lot of lost sleep, a lot of time invested, a lot of materials, (laughs) like, a lot of materials, but I I got a little emotional this week hitting it because it was definitely something that I didn't think was going to happen. I really didn't. I thought it was going to be something that it was another Natalie commitment and then I flake out on myself, but I'm, I made it to it. And, you know, it's like you were saying, there is a lot of good, good moments, a lot of great moments, and there are a lot of shit show moments this past year, but that comes with that comes with the turf of you know owning and operating something that you are really passionate about that you have a vision for because i feel like when you have your shit show moments in business it's when it's counterproductive to your vision right, right. so you know and 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 you care about it you you want something that you're investing so much time and energy to be successful in and so to have any sort of setback is it's never fun um and I definitely went through all of those experiences and then some this year. And I was really happy with hitting that goal this, this week because I really didn't think I could do it. It's, it's not easy when you're trying to do a side hustle and you have a full-time job and you have multiple other commitments on your plate too. Um, oh, yeah. So the balancing act this past year was a challenge, but I feel like I'm kind of hitting a stride now and getting to a good place with it, which I, I'm really thrilled about. That's awesome. Um, I mean, I've only done, I've only been with doing like my side hustle for four months and mm -hmm. I'm like trying to juggle like 300 plates at the same time while still, you know, doing everything for me, for Brian, for work. And it's just been crazy. Well, I think, I think what I learned this past year, granted, I'm still learning it. So like, let me caveat everything I'm about to say with that statement alone. But I think what I've had to learn with doing this business, and I haven't been good with it in the past, is really setting boundaries um, and setting the minimum expectation for myself on what I'm going to allow myself to accept versus not. And I definitely did not do that well at the beginning of the business. I was like a revolving door with orders and, you know, it was just, it became for me something that wasn't fun and it became that for me very quickly and took a mental, physical, and emotional toll on me. And granted, I had a lot going on at the same time when I decided to launch it, but it was something that I knew I needed to do and in my heart I wanted to do. And if I kept waiting on it, I was never going to do it. So I just had to just go for it. But I would say that's something that I'm really proud of that I learned to do because it's not anything that's ever been easy for me because I'm definitely someone that's inclined to wanting to help people first and foremost and, you know, putting their needs above my own. But as a business owner, that's not necessarily a sustainable model. You constantly, you know, work towards servicing your clients or servicing your customers. And that's a really quick way to get burnt out in some cases. And I definitely put myself in that position. 
And, you know, I sacrificed a lot of family time in doing that too. And that's, that's not what I wanted for myself. So it was definitely a growth year for me with starting this up and learning to navigate it in the best way possible. And and I'm proud of that. Um, you know, and, and settling back into your routine has been part of what has helped that be successful at at the time. It was just kind of all over the place. And then, you know, I didn't have any sort of structure in place for myself. And what ended up happening? A massive shit show. Like I wasn't, you know, doing the things for myself to be able to give back to myself. Um, and ultimately things on my, on my plate suffer because of that. So finding that balance, that's something that, and that routine again, that's something that's been really critical for me, especially with everything going on with this virus. Um, you know, I told Allie this week, something I was really proud of that I didn't think was going to happen, but I weighed in at the gym and granted I'm not tied to the scale anymore. So I rarely weigh myself nowadays, but I found out that I did not gain weight (laughs) being quarantined and I couldn't have been happier about that. Not because I needed validation from a number, but because I needed validation that I could stick to something that I had set myself up to do and had initially started to do well before the pandemic hit. Um, And so that was a major win for me this week. And, you know, I know a lot of people are starting to get back into routines and they might not be in situations like that. I mean, obviously we all had to navigate this in a way that served our needs best. Um, But if you are not in a similar boat to that, like it's okay. And we've said that time and time again, the last couple, several months now, because I think we're in like, what, four months of quarantine mode. Um, We've said that time and time again, um, because our worlds have changed right now. And if you're getting back into your routine, just be patient with yourself and be kind with yourself. Um, Because I really was nervous. (laughs) I was very nervous because I didn't think that I had done what I needed to do to be successful. And I didn't have a way of gauging, you know, if I was holding myself into um, an, an account, into a, an accountable mindset, um, and somehow by the grace of the Lord, I did, and I was pumped about it. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's awesome. It felt good. It felt really good. And then I crushed a mile after that, which again I haven't done my cardio as best as I can in the last several months, but it was just validating because I always feel like when it comes to something with weight loss last couple of years. And I, and I talked to, talked to Daniel about this, Daniel, bless you. If you listen to this podcast, thank you for your help. You probably, um, not. probably not, but shout to you anyways. Um, but I talked to Daniel about this. I feel like the last couple of years have just been so mentally hard on myself with my weight loss and my progress, because when I dropped the weight the first time, it like really dropped quickly and it was absorbed, like super rapid and I saw amazing results in a short period of time. And that obviously hasn't been the case for me the last couple of years. And I've had to grow to understand that and accept that. So also there's so many factors, right? Like think about like the first time you lost weight or like the first time anybody loses weight, it's like, cause you're doing something like drastically different. So you're really different. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, now you're older, your body's Mm -hmm. totally different. So yep. what worked for you back then might might not work for you now, um, yep. or it might. It just might take slower. Oh, wow. And also, like you're doing CrossFit, which 
you're gaining muscle more than you're like losing weight. So I feel like if and this, you're not tied to the scale, but like you're not going to lose a, a lot of weight unless you have a yeah. lot of weight to lose. Like, mm-hmm. especially in CrossFit, there's no yeah. way. Well, and that's the thing too. I coming back, coming back into my routine, I've kind of been doing more dumbbell work than anything else just to start building up my muscle memory again, because I lost a lot of capacity over the last couple months. Um, and I'm, I'm, I actually feel a lot better from doing that than I did with traditional barbell work. Don't get me wrong. Barbell work. I will always love that. And it will always have a special place in my, in my heart, but it takes a beating on my body. Oh, and, sure. and, and before the pandemic hit, I mean, I was starting to feel that beating. So I think it was a blessing and a curse at the, not a curse. That's an aggressive word, a blessing and a slight setback that everything happened because I think my body did need the rest. I think I was to a little bit of an extent overexerting my ability with how much I was working out. Um, but it was a slight setback because it did throw me out of a routine that was proving to be really successful. So you should, um, you should look into kettlebell work. I do. A lot of people say that. Well, no, I like Brian loves kettlebell work. Like it's fantastic. It's like it, full it works, bodied. Yeah, I was gonna say it works. There's so many things you can do with a kettlebell. Like so many things. Um, so you should look into that. You should, I mean, you guys just redid your garage, right? So that's super cool. Oh my God. You guys should, well, I don't know where you'd put it, but like get like a little, start like investing in your home gym. We really, honestly, we really talked about it. We we did talk about it. I I mean, I mean, you'd probably, you would probably still go to the gym, but like Brian canceled his gym membership that he had. So he's doing all at home stuff. Um, and he's just gonna put that money. I mean, we have so much stuff in storage, like to start our home gym. But he's yeah, like you guys all have the money that like I would pay for the to go to the gym, like I can just put into my home gym. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Like Yeah. The only the only reason why we never did it, granted, I'm in a much different mindset now, I believe. Um, I, I just felt like if we invested in something like a home gym the accountability to us working out, it, it wouldn't be as strong if we were working out by ourselves, if that makes sense. It, it does make sense because I know you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but ultimately, like, all right, don't hate me. <laughs> You're paying so much money mm-hmm. for someone just to tell you good job. That's valid. Like, and I mean, I've done it. Like, how much? Yeah. I, how, how long was I at CrossFit or at any gym? Right? Oh no, it's and, totally valid. And once I like took that piece out of it, that I'm like, th- like, yeah, they'll text you if you're not coming, but that's because I mean, unless you cancel your membership, but like, you're still paying them, mm-hmm. whether you show up or not. Like, that's on you. Yeah, right? and you're already going to the gym. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're already going there, you can easily just walk out to your porch and just you have to say. I'm going to fucking do the workout and just and do that. That's the difference. About it. And I'm yeah. because the money that we were paying for CrossFit now pays for our supplements, mm-hmm. you know, and we were paying for CrossFit and the same supplements, mm-hmm. which was costing almost double close to triple what we were paying every month, you know? Yeah. And 
just like it just isn't isn't it 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 became more of like a crutch to go somewhere and i could see that and and you know brian and i are are disciplined enough to go that we're disciplined enough to just do the workout at home like we have Mm -hmm. everything we need you know (laughs) i'm really Mm -hmm. bad at programming which is why i can't go to a regular gym and just work out because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing not like i don't know the movements i just don't know what to do when and how to diversify things for yourself because that was always my big issue is that i would always hit a wall in terms of what I just get bored you'd be like ew exactly engagement and and staying mentally focused and and keeping it you know nice and light and fresh like that was always what I struggled with when I just had a traditional gym membership yeah. which is why I really love the programming and and you know do essentially pay for the programming outside of the equipment um just because I don't have to do they program it. or do they have someone else program for them uh no, no no they do it all in house but I think I think they do um I think they do follow some guides from like maybe the um oh my gosh where are those like nutrition programs um oh, I can't think of it but the program they do the programming for because the a lot of CrossFit gyms they outsource their programming so they're not yeah, even no. programming yeah no they do it all and you're in-house. like so what am I paying for exactly? Yeah, no, no, no. They do it all in house, which I which I really love because then they refresh with like workouts and stuff that are like corner corner pillar workouts for the gym. Yeah. Like this week, ugh, we like we test our mile, which it's like we just tested this like a week ago, but you know they want us to see where we're at right now. No. So um, yeah, so they they do all of it in house, and and the coaches you know, they test the workouts themselves before they put them on us. So like they're running through them and seeing, you know, what's working best for them and, and the people that they service to. So That's good. um it's That's good. It's really nice. So it's really awesome when you're getting back into your routine. And like I'm sure like you getting into your routine is even like helping Brandon get into more of a routine too. Mm-hmm. Um so that's really huge. And I know I just work better under pressure. So <laughs> Like if I'm super busy, like cool. If I'm not super yeah, busy, like I still get it done, but it's like something that I can do in an hour, I can push off to four hours. You know what I mean? So it done, but now it's like you have to get this done in 30 minutes. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited for both of us to get back into a routine again. Um yeah. and for everyone listening, hopefully your job, um, if you haven't had a job this whole time, like during quarantine. I hope your jobs open up soon. I hope they're taking all the safety measures to get you um, safely back working and being able to provide for your families and to be able to just have some sort of um, consistent income coming in and consistency in your life, right? Because that's been terrible not having um, something you can depend on that you've always depended on. Um, and I also want to say, I hope this time, if you didn't have a savings, I hope this time has enlightened you to jumpstart that savings. I don't know if anybody watches the, or is like Dave Ramsey, Rachel Cruz, whatever, um, fun, cheap or free. Like she's a great Instagram account to follow. Um, she has like 10 kids and she buzz, she budgets everything and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, those are great accounts to follow. Um, you know, I started saving last year and, you know, if something happened with my job, like I had a, I had a nice little uh, nest egg um, that I could very much rely on for a handful of months. So 
Um, actually, I was talking, um, I was talking to a coworker and maybe this is definitely a topic for another day, but we were talking about the, um, keeping up with the Joneses mentality and things of that nature. And, and, you know, I, and we've said it on the podcast before, but, uh, the comparison game. Yeah. Let's save this for another episode because I'm kind of trying to wrap this up. No, I know, I know. But I'm saying you're bringing up a really good point, which is talking about that, that we'll probably have to pin for another day. But um, I think it's worth having a conversation over. So I agree. So yeah, I hope you guys um, kind of got like you, your perspective was broadened, I guess, or things were brought to light during this time. And I hope you guys take things a little bit more seriously if you haven't and if you have like continue doing it um but yeah like we said in the beginning of the episode we are going to be taking this bi-weekly so every other week you'll have an episode from us um again if there's anything that you guys want us to talk about we um we will we will do what we can um yeah, you guys are awesome. Thanks for always supporting us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in every Tuesday. Um, and thanks for following the people that we've had on here. Um, they all, you know, take time out of their busy days, like when we had our guests last year. And even now, like they take time out of their days to come on and share a little bit about themselves and about what, you know, what they're passionate about. So I really appreciate you guys um, giving them a follow and getting to know them on a more personal level. Like they're all awesome. So we hope you guys have a wonderful week and keep crushing it. Make sure to check us out on Apple podcasts and on Spotify, um, and rate review, subscribe, do all the things. We love you guys so much. And I don't know, that's it, right? That's the show, kids. We'll talk to you guys soon. We release episodes every other Tuesday, hopefully, or whatever day now that we announce now. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.